within the game. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the In The Game Podcast. We got a very special edition tonight. Usually on this night, I'm usually doing TSP wagers, but uh, since I'm doing college hoops, going to do a, a special In The Game one. You know, I broke down the brackets last night, so if you join me, thank you for that. That was a lot of fun. I talked for an hour straight. That was like the most I've ever talked in my life, if you could believe that. Let's go, y'all! I know it's crazy. But uh, yeah, man, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down two games. These are two of the games I've kind of had my eye on since the brackets came out and I was making my brackets. You know, I, I, I eyed these two games and they're probably two of my favorite games on Thursday. And then hopefully I can hop on tomorrow because I am doing APR with Eddie, the USFL edition. We are also being brought to you by Tavares. Let's go, y'all! Make sure to go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. So let's hop right into the first game. So the first game we're going to talk about is the New Mexico State Aggies against the Connecticut Huskies. And this right here is a very interesting game. So I, I talked about it yesterday and I said... I liked New Mexico State on the upset here. And right now, this this line actually opened uh, minus 7.5 for UConn. It has gone down at some books to New Mexico State plus 6. So a lot of money coming in on New Mexico State. And I totally I understand why. New Mexico State is one of the most efficient teams in the country. A lot of people haven't heard of them, but they're top 100 in the country. 86 on offense. Um, they shoot 52% effective field goal per, um, percentage, so they're a very efficient team. They don't turn they their weakness is they turn the ball over a little bit and they don't force a lot of turnovers. That could play an issue against UConn. However, you know UConn struggles in their own right in in some aspects. UConn great defensively, top 50 team in the country. Uh, turnover percentage. You know, they average 17 turnovers a game. Again, they don't force a lot of turnovers either. Um, and then they shoot the three pretty well, 35%. They get 29% of their points from three-pointers, but they get 51% of points from the from 51% of their points from the rest of the field. And on the flip side, New Mexico State is one of the best defensive teams against um, the rest of the field. And they're one of the top three-point defenses in the league. Top 100, only allowing 34% from three. And a team like Connecticut that gets a, a majority of their threes, you know, we could see that causing some trouble here. Um, Connecticut, as far as against the spread, 13-18-1. Uh, they've been one of the worst teams against the spread this year. Send it in, Jerome! New Mexico State on the other side. On the other hand, seventeen and twelve against the spread. They've really been, um, really been killing, killing the spread. And and they're favored in a lot of their games, especially in the WAC. They're favored in a majority of those games. So the fact that they're covering those games means that they're winning, and they're winning by a lot more than than uh, you know the market projects them to win. As an underdog on the season, they're four and zero with a plus twelve point nine margin. Now, in the games they were underdogs. Uh, Seattle University being one of them. 
Utah Valley was another one. Um, and Grand Canyon was one of the three. I know those off the top of my head. But obviously, you know, they won those games, especially the Seattle one comes to mind because Seattle was a slight home favorite, like minus one. At the time, they were both battling for the regular season whack uh, top team. And uh, New Mexico State just blew them out of the water, dude. Like, it wasn't even close. Like, they were the much better team on the on the court that day. And I'm not, I'm not trying to compare Connecticut and Seattle, obviously. Connecticut's a much better team. RJ Cole was a runner-up for Big East Player of the Year. So he's doing his thing as well. But New, New Mexico State, great, great against the spread. And those are teams I like to see come tournament time because those are teams that have been beating market expectation. And especially going against a team like Connecticut, who Ken Palm says they're the 18th best team in the country efficiency-wise. But against the spread, they're 13, 18, and 1. So they're not even beating market value. And that tells you something about this team. You look at Connecticut's wins, you know, outside of their conference, they don't really have a, a big signature win. Out, or I'm sorry, they have Auburn. That was a, that was in November. Good double overtime win. VCU. Um, but then inside their conference, I mean, they even lost to West Virginia, who's outside of their conference. But that was, a, that was a bad win. They obviously had a couple guys out with COVID for that game. But West Virginia also, I mean, they have not been good this entire season, no matter who's on the floor. So that's a tough loss. Providence, Seton Hall, Creighton, Villanova, Xavier's a bad loss. Xavier really fumbled down the stretch after that win. Um, and they lost to Creighton, too. And then Villanova, obviously, in the Big East tournament, which was a close game, which was to be expected um, in the Big East tournament. But, you know, just looking at this game, I, I just, it, it's tough. Because Connecticut, second in offensive rebounding possession percentage. But New Mexico State doesn't give up a ton of offensive rebounds only 26 percent offensive rebound uh do they give up and i just keep going back to this defense uh for new mexico state the fact that they're great against a three they're also good just defensively in general but really good against a three and that's where you know connecticut likes to get a majority of their points almost 30 percent of their points from three so if they're not going to be able to hit from three it could be a little bit of a struggle Jabari Rice has been playing very great for New Mexico State. Teddy Allen, Johnny McCants. This is a deep team, and it's a team that's pretty experienced, like a lot of upperclassmen as well. In Connecticut also. I mean, Connecticut's an uh, experienced team too. RJ Cole, obviously a senior. Sinagu, that he might have something to say inside. I do think that if they are able to get UConn into some foul trouble and get to the free throw line, it could change the game a little bit. Um. New Mexico State, they shoot 19 free throws a game, which is near the top third of the country. And they're one of the better, or I shouldn't say they're one of the better. They are only 70% from three-point, so they do, they aren't great from three-point. I mean, free throw. Um, Connecticut, good in, at free throws, 75%, which is why they you could very well see them winning this game, closing it out on the free throw line. But... You know, seven points, six and a half, seven and a half, wherever you're in between there, that's a more than two possession game. And I definitely think New Mexico can hang, New Mexico State, I'm sorry, can hang within two possessions here. I just don't see how Connecticut is going to, um, can win this game by more than two possessions. I mean, I think obviously anything can happen, but I just don't, I don't foresee that happening with how these two teams have played this season. Let's take a look at uh, some of their 
some of their season numbers as well. So Connecticut, fifty third in the in the country in um, in points per game, forty three forty third in the country in points against, hundred ninety fourth in effective field goal percentage, um, and UConn's defense top twenty five in effective field goal percentage. First half, uh, UConn averaging thirty five point two points per game. Second half, thirty seven point eight, which is one hundred twelfth. So they're a better first half team than they are a second half team, but defensively they're a better second half team. Uh, New Mexico State on the flip on the flip side, um, points per game seventy one point six, which is top half of the country. Opponents points per game top fifty, margin six point two. Uh, first half thirty one point seven, so they're not a good first half team, and they allow thirty points per game in the first half, which is actually top is fifty seventh in the country. So, if we're another good play here, if we're looking to make a play, is a first half um, under. If we're getting it around sixty three, sixty four points, I could see that being an under there, and I could see the second half. I could see taking UConn mon- um, with the minus the points in the first half if it's like five or four. Um, but, I mean, the first half under actually might be a really great play here because New Mexico State, I mean, 245th in the country in first half. Not very good. Uh, turnovers per game, they don't – 14, they don't turn the ball over a ton, but they only, they only give up 11. Um, 14 turnovers, that's not going to cut it against Connecticut. If they get 14 turnovers against Connecticut, you could basically write this off. I don't know. This is a game I've just, uh, you know, I've watched both these teams play several, several times this season. And just watching New Mexico State play, like you can just see in their conference, like they're the best team in the conference throughout the entire season, especially in the championship game. They, they smacked Abilene Christian. And you can just see throughout the year, New Mexico State is a team that can compete with the best of them, I shouldn't say the best of them. I wouldn't put them up against like a Duke or something. But I do think New Mexico State can make a run in this tournament. I'm going to take New Mexico State plus the points here. Um, I really like the first half under as well. If we can get it around 64 and a half uh, around there, I would I would take under. Anything less than 64 and a half, I would look at the first half over there. But I really, I think that's a solid bet there. Um yeah, I like that one. I like that one. It's in the game. That's the sound we're looking for. The money sound. Yes, yes. Let's go, y'all. All right, let's hop into the second game. We got the Creighton Blue Jays against the San Diego Aztecs. Um, these are two more teams. We got a Big East team, and we have a Big we- or a Mountain West team. I watched a ton of Mountain West tournament. I know San Diego State lost to Boise State. That was a tough game. San Diego State is still a very underrated team. I mean, even Ken Palm has them 23rd in the country, and they have Creighton 54th. And the big reason why Creighton Creighton has fallen is because they are missing Ryan Nemhard, which is one of their uh, better players. So you do have to keep that into consideration that he is not playing in this game. San Diego State, Matt Bradley has played exceptionally. He's a senior, first team All-Mountain West, played uh, incredible down the stretch, um, couldn't really close it off against Boise State. But what San Diego State does especially well is play defense. They're second in the nation in defense. You could put them up there with the Texas Techs of the world. Um, but, I mean, they're they're long. They're athletic. Nathan Mensah, 6'10", senior. I mean, this kid is so long. He he blocks rims at the, at the shot. 
I mean, blocks rims at the shot, blocks shots at the rim. Let's go, y'all. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, San Diego State is a ferocious team. They get a ton of turnovers. The one thing about San Diego State that I hate that really frustrates me is that they get turnovers and they, they like, walk the ball up. <laughs> they could have numbers and they'll pull the ball out and they'll run a half-court offense. But I think that I think it's going to be enough for for Matt Bradley to really do work. You know, I definitely thought that Creighton was going to lose to Villanova by more than six points. They held on a lot uh, a lot better, but they really weren't able to score against Villanova. And I'm telling you right now, San Diego State is a much better defense than Villanova. Um, and I know it's crazy to say a, a Jay Wright coach team, but San Diego State is special defensively. And somebody on that Creighton team is going to have to step up and make buckets. Right now, the line is Creighton plus two, San Diego State minus two. These are two good teams against the spread all year, though. Creighton Blue Jays 17, 14, and two against the spread. San Diego State 17 and 14 against the spread. This is really where, you know, I, I expect this game to be. I just think without Nemhard, I don't think Creighton is going to have enough to overcome. And you're giving me less than one possession. You're saying all I have to do is win by more than three points. I like that uh, a lot. And on a neutral floor, San Diego State's a good team. They have some solid wins. This is not a team that is, you know, plays in a bad division and has some bad losses. No, this is a team that beat St. Mary's. St. Mary's is a top 20 team in the country. Um, They beat Colorado State, another top 50 team in the country. They beat Utah State, and Utah State's very underrated. So, I mean, this is a San Diego State team that has been here. They've done it. They got a lot of experience. They're one of the more experienced teams in the country. So I like San Diego State here. The over-under, I'm staying away from for the simple fact it's at 121, and I could absolutely see this game being like 54 to 48 or 50 to 48 or 50 to 47 like I could I could see this game going under 100 that's how low scoring this game could be but if it is played in that kind of tempo it absolutely favors the San Diego State Aztecs and that is why I'm taking the Aztecs minus the two points I absolutely love that one I would also take San Diego State first half minus one this is a game that I Absolutely love, and I absolutely love San Diego State to move on. I think San Diego, San Diego State is one of the more underappreciated teams in the country. Let's go, y'all. Let's go. So let's let's rewind it. All right, all right, all right. Let's recap. So our best bets of the night, we're going to go New Mexico State plus seven, and we're going to go New Mexico State under First half, 64 and a half. And then in the second game, we're going to go San Diego State minus two. And we're going to take first half San Diego State minus one. Let's get this money. Thank y'all for joining me. I wanted this to be a little quick one. I just wanted to hop on live real quick and talk to y'all. Let y'all know what's cracking for tomorrow. Um... Tomorrow, I'm going to hop on too. I could do a little bit more, maybe, depending on how late APR goes. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But thank you all for joining me. Make sure to go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. You can follow me on Twitter at JordanRulesTSP. 
Thank y'all for joining me. I will see y'all later. Enjoy the tournament and most definitely enjoy St. Patrick's Day, man. Shout out to St. Patrick's Day. Let's go.